don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your hosts, Amber, me, and me, Sydney, co-owners of Shield Maiden Trading Co. And this is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness related to women in the LGBTQIA community. Love it. We're getting better at that opening. We are. Yeah. I noticed that you <clears throat> never put in the most important aspect of our relationship. Which is what? Besties. It just doesn't roll off my tongue in the same way. Like you say it and I'm like, the, the, I tried it that one time and I like fumbled and I was like, I will never do that again. Because okay. it just like, I can't, I think because you, I don't, I don't know. I think, I don't know if you reverse something. I'll listen to the way you say it on the next episode that we do. And then I'll try it again. I just want to be acknowledged. Yeah, I know. As the second most important person in your life. I know that you like do it. And I tried it that one time and it just, I felt like I messed it up and like it wasn't, I didn't do it as well as you. So I was, I was like, maybe that's your thing. Like that's your hook, you know? All right, fine. fine. I'll come up with a different one. Oh no. (laughs) I don't know if I like that. Yeah, open a can of words. Attention now and. This is what's going to happen. Okay. So this month, mm-hmm. we are continuing on um, a little bit with our theme from our last episode where we were talking about summer and bikini bodies and all of this kind of thing. So we are kicking off April talking about the importance of body positivity in the fitness world. Yes. So this concept of body positivity, positivity, it's gonna be a rough episode. Um, I feel like it's a fairly new movement. Like I feel like it hasn't been around our entire lives. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I agree with that. by new. I mean, like the last 10, 10 years. fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a like social movement that advocates for the acceptance of all bodies, uh, regardless of size, skin tone, gender, um, or physical ability. Yeah, I mean. I think, I think you're, I was just ruminating on that real quick. And I was like trying to think back to like being in like middle school and like, obviously we didn't have social media. It was still print media. So Mm -hmm. like, what, what did we see in like magazines and things like that? And the first thing that came to my mind and this, I think what we're going to talk about later in the month is like athleticism. The Mm -hmm. first kind of female athlete that I saw that was kind of also a little tomboyish, but not really was Mia Hamm, like Ah. the soccer play. And like, just like that of like, okay, it's not even like, she wasn't a model. So she was like the first kind of like athlete that I could like identify with. I'm like, you're an athlete, like you play sports. You're not just like a model Mm -hmm. and like very, dainty or like wearing a lot of makeup and things like that and of course like she was touched up and all of those I mean, things oh, yeah. and, but like that was the first time I identified with like oh maybe there is a space in the like greater broader spectrum for like different bodies what but we had that was like the first <laughs> that's the like really the only thing like, that's uh that really <clears throat> highlights our differences yeah <laughs> the first print media I thought of was um cosmo oh, oh yep that does highlight our differences 
Yeah. So uh, body positivity was not really a thing when we were growing <laughs> up. That's what we've concluded. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, promoting that. Um, okay. So we've seen a bit of a shift uh, in society, kind of like with social norms around this. Um, and there's also been, or at least started to be a bit of a shift in the fit fitness and wellness industry too. Yeah. Um, so there's this rise of, you know, social media and these people out there like bringing, I don't know if it's awareness is the right term, but like shedding light on the fact that there are lots of different body types yeah. that can do fitness. <laughs> I, and I, you know, I think we harp on social media not always being beneficial, but I do think that the rise of social media did promote body positivity mm -hmm. because every body had access to this yes. thing and could put it out there versus it being selected by editors and like mm -hmm. there wasn't trying to that, sell magazines yes and, there wasn't mm -hmm. that um commercial i want yes. to sell things behind it it was people being like well this is my body and i've never seen anybody in print media that looks like me so here i am so here i am i love that yeah um yeah uh da -da. Well, we just talked about traditional print media. Um, so yeah, there's just more body types like on display. Yeah. Um, I follow this great uh, yoga instructor. Um, oh shoot, the underbelly, the underbelly yoga. Oh yes, love her. Yes, so great. Um, she is not your traditional body type that you would normally see in like the yoga world, and it's so great. She teaches so inclusively and like how to manipulate different body types and like move your body around to like mm -hmm. get into poses and be comfortable in them. It's great. I love it. Um, so there's also like a political aspect to the body positivity in that it's, it, this sounds very strange to me when I was <laughs> reading our notes. Um, but like, it is a counterculture. It which is. seems so weird, right? Like it's become a thing. So like, if you think back to like, again like when we were in middle school it was like you know that everybody was listening to the boy bands right but it was yes yeah but like there was a counterculture in music to that that was like more of the like grunge and punk rock and i feel like the body positivity has taken kind of that same vein of like it is a little bit political it is going against the grain even though everybody is different <laughs> right like you think it wouldn't be the counterculture yeah you would think it would just be like the normative culture right? <sighs> yeah so, so i silly. i think it's kind of an interesting like the the way that it's kind of taken off is like this counterculture and you're like huh but, but should it be counterculture yeah <laughs> I don't know. Should it? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Leave us a comment. Should it be a counterculture? We say no. Let us know. So, okay. We as folks in the fitness realm, why is it important to discuss body positivity in the fitness industry? So, like, we're talking about this from our kind of professional lens of, like, we're in it, we see it, mm -hmm. and we know that there are different body types. and. Yes why we should be sharing this with you know we have a lot of folks who listen to our podcast who are also in the fitness industry mm -hmm. whether they're participants or whether they're coaches in their own rights and, and things like that so i think one of the key things when researching it is you don't know every individual's backstory 
Right. Like personal trainers, all of us, like we, we get to glean that over time, but going into a first meeting with someone or even just a recruitment strategy and trying to get new folks in the door, you don't know their backstory. And so you have to be cognizant of what you're putting out there and how you're framing things. Like what does your marketing look like? Does it, you know, is it all the same kind of body type across the board and yeah we all know what body type we had been sold for the fitness industry for a very long time yeah um so i think that that's like a big factor it's like it is important to discuss it it is important to not to also like the images that we use which is a form of discussion because like for us we don't get to stop every single person on the street and be like hey would you like to talk about body positivity like <laughs> you're not out doing that i mean i i would most likely be the one <laughs> to be doing that and i'm not um so i think it's like you know the way we communicate is a lot through those marketing materials mm-hmm. and it's also really important because it can be a motivational factor for a lot of people mm-hmm. of like, okay, I see myself in this place, right? Like I see other people that have my skin color. I see other people who have my disability. I see people who just, you know, have my shape of body. And so like that is a really important motivator for a lot of folks. Like, oh yeah. If you don't see yourself somewhere, why would you go there? Yeah. Like right. if you don't identify with that. So then it's not going to feel like, a comfortable place. It's not going to be a place where you feel like you would be welcomed or accepted or. Yeah, exactly. And then the like internal versus external motivation, which yeah. we talk a lot about, like you have to have a balance. Not everything can be externally motivated. Well, yeah. Um, and again, it goes back to that motivational factor. If you have that internal motivation of like, Hey, everybody here looks like me, then you're more likely to show up. And then it becomes like, the consistency, like we're not always super motivated to go to like fitness areas, but like if you start to see yourself in those areas, it becomes much easier to get there. Hi, Gracie. Um, And it can represent just like safety, right? Like safety in numbers. Yeah. Safety and knowing that, that like you're going into a place where you are seeing your body type represented, which means the coaches, the, the trainers, the whoever is running this thing, probably know how to work with your body type and are not going to put you in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I think, and we stress this a lot on the podcast and in our training and things, health and wellness over physical appearance. For Mm -hmm. a very long time, the fitness industry relied a lot on marketing and terminology that really stressed physical appearance over all of the other benefits that come with regular consistent exercise. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so then like, you know, if you're not showcasing body positivity, you're missing out on helping improve people's health and wellness. Yeah. And so if you are a coach or if you are at a fitness space and you think like, okay, I don't see a lot of this, like it might be important for you to start to investigate some of the body positivity more like more body positive friendly spaces yeah so that like if you are feeling like oh i'm not making a lot of progress or i don't i don't feel at home here like there are spaces that have started to 
move in this direction. Not all of them, I will say. Yeah. So we're making some progress. We're making some progress. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a slow, it's a slow burn. Yeah, it's a slow burn. It's like <laughs> exercise. You have to do it consistently. Oh. To, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. So I think we touched on this in the last episode, but there's a definite um, impact on our mental and physical well-being when it comes to a negative body image mm -hmm. and, and having that negative body image about ourselves or having that projected on us by the world. I don't know. Um, so it can, it can increase the risk of unhealthy lifestyle behaviors. Um, you know, eating disorders, um, restrictive eating, disordered eating, over-exercising. Um, it can lead to self-harm tendencies, uh, depression. It can impact intimate relationships, all of these things. Um, so that I think is just a reason why body positivity is so important. Like yeah. showing everybody that there's nothing negative about their body. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, do, do you have a personal story, Sydney, about negative body image and how it affected you? Because it's, you put your personal stories, so I, I assume did, you have one. I did say share personal <laughs> stories. I thought we could both share personal <laughs> stories and not just call me out like that. Well, I'm gonna call you out because you do that to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. So I think just like, I mean, I think we all struggle with some of that negative body image, whether it's mm -hmm. like hyper-focusing on an area of our body that we are unhappy with. Um, you see this a lot when they're like, oh, you know, I think areas, I'm gonna generalize for a lot of um, femme folks, like feeling things like their their boobs aren't the right size, mm. or they're too big, they're too large, they're uh, asymmetrical, whatever, um, or like, carrying belly fat because we protect our uterus that's just a thing or like having a big butt like hey you know like mm -hmm. for a long time that was not seen as something that was attractive right um and then you know or even just it could be little things like uh, i'll share i guess my my <laughs> negative body image like one of the things that i don't really like about my body and i know a lot about myself but one of the things that I really struggle with is the fact that I don't have I have super strong calf muscles mm -hmm. but they're not defined in the traditional sense like I ah. have what most people would say is a cankle like my calf just bleeds into my ankle so I have like tree trunks and then tree limbs <laughs> for, for for my lower extremities so like it's all kind of the same width and diameter um and actually I was talking to one of uh, the coaches um, and one one of the folks that I train with, she's a national masters athlete, Sarah Tyler, and we both kind of bonded over the fact that we um, have both Googled how to make our calves smaller, <laughs> how to how to define our calf and our ankles. Oh my god, um, I love that! And so, like that, it, it, that has never um, morphed for me into anything other than I, it's just an area that I don't highlight. Um, mm -hmm. I do wear shorts like yeah. that doesn't it's just one of those things like I when I look down I'm like okay cool so that everything just blends together it's just just thick <laughs> oh she thick um and so it's just like one of those things where like I, and I don't even know where it came from yeah 
like society society somewhere probably growing up playing mm-hmm. sports like soccer and things that you know where there are really defined mm-hmm. legs and leg muscles and i that's just not my body type yeah. you you can't knock me over like if no <laughs> like if i get into a stance i'm staying upright <laughs> like i got wide hips and tree trunks for legs like and then that, that's something to be proud of I'm yes. like, i have a really strong body mm-hmm. but but somewhere somewhere said that cankles were bad yeah and you internalized that and i have internalized that <laughs> it i can't imagine that it was cosmo because i'm pretty sure i didn't read it no i internalized all the cosmo <laughs> issues <laughs> great can you share some of this <laughs> yeah i mean it's i think i i mean i've always had a negative body image and what particular negative thing I am focused on morphs over time. Um, because, and you know, when I was younger, it's because things were pointed out. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, when I was a kid or in my like preteens, I had very thin legs. And that was pointed out as a negative huh. and made fun of by certain family members. Were you just like tall and like- Yeah, I was tall just, and thin. Yeah, you were just like that. Yeah, it was not a good different, look. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so like, that was an issue when I was younger. I wore jeans literally everywhere. Would not wear shorts. Didn't matter what the weather was. Didn't matter where we were going. Would not wear shorts. Huh. Yeah. Um, lo and behold, I got older and my legs expanded and I didn't want to wear shorts for another reason. But that's neither here nor there. Um, well, I guess it's actually the point of the episode. So yeah, I was going to say, like, no, you're, you're <laughs> no, I'm on, off on track. You're on topic <laughs> for once. Um, so yeah, so you know, as I got older, you know, it was, you know, I got the thick thighs. I had the big hips. Um, you know, for a while in like middle school and early high school, I had bigger boobs than a lot of my friends. Um, Those womanly hips. Um, And now as I'm in my mid (laughs) thirties, I think what she said was in her mid thirties. In my mid thirties. It's my midsection. Like I got a belly. Like, you know, you mentioned earlier, one of the things that a lot of women struggle with is, you know, this, this belly that we all have to, you know, hold our, our organs in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice little pouch. It keeps everything, everything nicely padded. Um, but society told us, especially growing up that like, that is unacceptable. Yeah. And like not okay. And yeah. not attractive. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's something I've been struggling with. Um, especially lately. I feel like it's just, it's just gotten bigger. There's just more padding. Um, I'm pretty sure my organs aren't expanding, so it's just my belly. Um. <laughs> um, if, funny enough, I think we're going to address this in another episode for this Good. month about like focusing less on the physical appearance and more on the health and well-being. And yeah. I think we've touched on it several times. I know Probably, we have. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's more about strengthening like, you know, your heart muscles so that you know you can age independently right um 
which has not historically been the case of the fitness industry. You know, the fitness industry has really been focused on loose weight, sculpt, tone, all those mm -hmm. marketing buzzwords. Like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't until we started working out at CJ's that like, I really got comfortable with my legs and like wearing shorts and being okay with how they look. Yeah. We've, we've declined a little. They're not as strong as they were when well, you were also better. squatting a lot more. <laughs> I was also squatting a lot more. Um, but like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so there's like, there is a connection between how we see ourselves and our bodies and, and the bo body positivity and our self-esteem, mm -hmm. right? Like if you don't feel comfortable in your body and for those who are, you know, I can only imagine like feeling this way as, you know, a woman who identifies as a woman, imagine what oh. it must feel like to be somebody who doesn't even identify as what society has labeled them of like, right. you're a male. It's like, but I don't feel that way. Like yeah. the amount of just like how much that breaks you down. And like when people talk about like supporting trans rights for so many reasons, I just mm -hmm. think of that factor alone oh. of like, think about, just being a teenager and already being so uncomfortable in your body because of what society has said. And then on the base level, knowing that what they have labeled you is wrong. Right. Like I can't imagine. No, no wonder Pete, no wonder there's a higher rate of suicide and self-harm. And like, mm -hmm. that's already so high for teenagers with all of those hormones anyway. And then just knowing like, I don't identify as a male or a female and you all keep telling me that I am. And I know that I'm not like, and not just telling me that I am, but telling me that I need to look a certain way because this is what I am. Yeah. Because you arbitrarily <laughs> assigned me something so that you could, I don't yeah. know what to call me. Yeah. Right. Like I can't imagine. Um, so body positivity has been linked to things like higher self-esteem, better moods and building resilience. Mm. And like, that is such a, an important thing, especially in young adults and teenagers, like building that resilience is such a critical thing. Um, it, it makes them, you know, obviously much better humans throughout <laughs> their life. Um, yes. And so I think the body positivity for, for me in this movement has been a really lovely thing to see. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, not even just for myself, but thinking of like when I was a kid, like how, right. I, like just them being able to like grow up in a world where there's more acceptance mm -hmm. in some cases, it, you, yeah. you know, we take two <laughs> steps forward. One, what is it? One step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's like one step forward, 60 years back, but you know, yeah, but, you know, you get the general <laughs> gist of it, whatever. So studies have shown that, those with higher body positivity and self-esteem are more likely to be physically active. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, they also, there's a reduction in alcohol consumption because we, we know we, I'm using the Royal weight. We know that um, a lot of consumption, substance consumption is a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. so like that's where it starts. So if you feel better about yourself and you have better moods, your coping skill you don't need to rely on that coping skill fair um they tend to be non-smokers makes sense um and they have more healthy eating habits like it's one yeah. of those things where it builds upon itself it's a good yeah. pyramid when you feel good about your 
how you look and how you feel and your mood is nice and happy, you you make better choices. Yeah. Like if you're appreciating your body, you want to do good things for it. Yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely. And I can like attest to it over the last, you know, year and a half with like family health issues and things like that. Mm. We got um, into a little bit of a cycle of feeling like we needed to be present a lot of the time. And so instead of going to the gym or going for a run or doing those things to socialize, where activity had always been kind of a social thing for us, we would, we were reverted back to drinking beer, drinking wine. Cause like we were present, we were socializing and mm -hmm. we, yeah, we weren't leaving the house. So we felt like right. we were there for anything that might pop up rather than being, you know, out and out of touch. Um, and we kind of identified that recently and then like, we we like to be social around alcohol but it was getting to the point where it was we were doing the like oh hey instead of having a seltzer which we usually did after work is like yeah. hey let's have a beer and it but now it was just me and shelby <laughs> like there's nobody else around <laughs> still socializing and it was like you know we could actually just like instead of having a beer maybe like go for a walk <laughs> Like, and that's what we used to do. Bridge the gap. Take your beer on a walk. Take your beer on a walk. Um, <laughs> I think I heard a story once that my brother-in-law, Michael, um, would do every, t if he was going to open a beer, he would do 10 push-ups or 20 push-ups. And like, not that he needed to earn it. It was right. just like one of those things to offset. Like, I'm going to do this, but for this, like, you know, it doesn't take you that long to do that many push-ups. Like, Maybe well, it doesn't take you that long. But like, you know, I'm going to be physically active to like feel better about feel better indulging. About, in, yeah. Indulging. Yeah. Exactly. So not that you ever have to earn any food or beverages. Yeah. It was more just about like the counterbalance of like yeah. everything in moderation. You have to have a balance. You have yeah. to be active to offset some of these things because, you mm -hmm. know, we we now don't live incredibly physical lives as the modern no. generation. You know, we're not hunting and gathering. Oh dear God! No. Many of us aren't farming. Like you know, like we're sitting I mean, the majority of the day. That Costco run feels a little bit like hunting and gathering. Especially, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Trader Joe's on like two p.m. Um, on a Sunday. Oof! That is hunting and gathering. <laughs> so okay, kind of going back to what we talked a little bit about the role of the fitness industry in promoting body positivity mm, yeah. touched on it earlier. We're going to circle back around. Okay. So do you think that the fitness industry has a body image issue? <laughs> yes. Otherwise we wouldn't be here. <laughs> we would have nothing to talk about. We'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> yes, we, we do. We think that the, the fitness industry, which we recognize that we're a part of, um, has a body image issue. And we're combating that by having larger bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think we are not what you would deem a typical kind of like fitness industry professional. Yeah. Um, and I think where it really boiled down to, and I, and I don't think that every coach or trainer or, you know, fitness professional has six pack abs and no. like an hourglass figure. What I think where we got that idea from was the sales tactics yes. to bring people in often used body shaming as their mechanism. Which is so counterproductive. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, 
<laughs> so like they were like, oh, we'll help you get like lean and muscular and like all of that kind of stuff. Like I want to be healthy and well padded. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so like I think I fall. I think we lot. did it to ourselves a little bit of mm -hmm. like we always joke not joke it's a in an industry standard of knowing that like tw we only serve about 20 percent of the population in the fitness in industry and the other 80 percent don't feel comfortable for whatever reason yeah. aren't in the industry and i think we did it to ourselves using those tactics early on yeah because yeah. that 80 percent is not going to identify with what's going out for marketing yeah from a lot of places yeah. um i think yeah, like we've talked about, I think it's it's starting to get better. I think some places are starting to recognize like, oh, like we're just getting the same people yeah. coming in here. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're just cycling through the same 20%. Yeah. And we're just competing against ourselves. And like we're not helping the people that actually need, need the help. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I think like... We, we did it to ourselves. We used a lot of verbiage um, that made those kind of outside the acceptable range of appearance feel excluded. Mm -hmm. um, and now we have to backtrack. And mm -hmm. you got to figure out for yourselves and as coaches and trainers how to appeal to the rest of the population. And I think body positivity is a good resource to use, making sure that you're using inclusive language, you're showcasing mm -hmm. different bodies, doing the movements and things at your gym um, yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. Um, do, you know, having yoga for bigger people instead yeah. of just like the rail thin white woman who took yeah. over this, you know, Indian practice and whitewashed it. That's a whole other. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other episode. Um, I have some thoughts and feelings about that. Um, and knowing, like, not just showcasing different bodies, but knowing how to modify the workouts, knowing how to modify the yoga poses for bigger bodies, for differently abled bodies, for, yeah. you know, transgender folks mm -hmm. who might need to do things a little differently based on where they're at. Yeah. It's so important. It is. So if you're a coach and you're listening... We don't have all the answers, but okay. if you haven't started leaning into the body positivity, we urge you to do so. Do it now. Do it now. Do it, you won't. Do it, you won't. <laughs> That's my tagline. I know. <sighs> I stole it. Besties. <laughs> it is weird when you say it. See? <laughs> I told you. All right. So we want to know, how has your experience with body positivity impacted your mental health and your relationship with fitness? Let us yeah. know. Reach out, DM us, comment, call us, I guess. Do people do that? I don't Text think, us if I you don't have think people do that anymore. I don't know. Stop us at the gym. Well, stop you at the gym. I don't go to the gym. You go to the climbing gym. That's I the do gym. go to the climbing gym. Yeah. I guess there are some people there. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people there. <laughs> I'm of people who like listen to our show. There's, there's some, <laughs> there's some people. There. Yeah, we're going to work on it. I'm going to try and get my entire climbing clinic group to listen to us. Yes, do it. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> okay. Also, make sure to keep listening for more laughs and our continued exploration of body image and body positivity and how that affects us in the fitness realm. Uh, reminder that you can find the podcast. Uh, if you're listening, you found us. But for others uh, that you're going to tell about the show, 
they can find us on most listening platforms and you can watch the video on YouTube. Uh, make sure to follow, like, rate and share with everybody you know and those you don't. Um, and let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Do it, you won't. <laughs>